What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Reality Kingdom. <laughs> real and reality. Period. 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 I'm your host, Pharaoh. We're joined by Period. Period. Uh. Ooh. I'm your host, Pharaoh. <laughs> Lee, how you doing? Uh. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing Period. good. As you can see, we are continuing the Big Brother off-season party. Period. If you haven't checked out Diversity of Big Brother Canada, if you haven't checked out our... What else did we do, y'all? Casting Big Brother Canada All-Stars, babe. Yeah. Go check her out. It'll be linked. Sarah will link them. Okay. You see how you just do what I say, y'all? Sing, Michelle! You know what is hilarious? Um, so, as you see, by the motherfucking side, we will be ranking the Big Brother Canada seasons in light mm-hmm. of the new Hopefully, all stars better be all stars, better be better second be chances, better be something better with be returnees in it. Returning people from these seasons, mm-hmm. so and no new person, no new cast. I've never, no I've never thought I would, I would ask for this. No, 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 <laughs> no, for real. We just don't need it. We honestly, we don't. We don't. It's so, 11 seasons, the 10th uh-huh. full uh, uh, essential year. Uh-huh. It's time. It's time. It's, it's time, time for all stars. It's time. It's time. And if it's not all stars, who's in the writers' room? Like honestly, who's in the producers' room? Because couldn't have been Arissa. Arissa would have knew. Arissa knew. Arissa knew. Arissa knew. And, and, that's, why that. I, and that's why I have hope. Because mm-hmm. she knows what the fans. She got her ears to the streets. Arissa keep her ears to the streets. Mm-hmm. And streets say it should be all stars. The streets are saying all stars. The streets are saying second chances. The streets are not saying new cast. We don't want to see them. We don't. Sorry. At all, actually. Anyways, y'all. So before we get into it, I want y'all to pause this video. Pause the video. Pause. Well, don't pause yet because nope. you got to listen to what I got to say. Okay. So go ahead and rank the seasons mm-hmm. of Big Brother. How many seasons has it been? Ten. Oh. Hello. We're on, the, on Big Brother 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, Rank the 10 seasons. One, what's your favorite? What's your least mm. favorite? Put it in the comments. We Put did in include comments. eight. She will be in this ranking, even though some of the girls don't know her. I don't even know her. So go They don't even know her. And rank them. <laughs> you don't have to rank eight. I don't care. Uh, oh, no. Put them in the comments. I want to see. I want to see, t- see your opinion. Eight was a season. So let's hop right into this motherfucker. Ooh, what is this? Nah, are you doing? Let's hop right. <laughs> let's hop right into this. I'm gonna start off with our number ten seasons, aka the worst season of BB Canada. No shade, but that's is that what, is that is that what we're saying? That last is the worst season. I mean, it's not the best. It's not a season. So Big Brother Canada season yeah. eight. eight. Now, now all you know about this season mainly is racism and COVID. That's all. <laughs> that's literally all. I was like, that's all I think about when this season happens. So all this happens. this season aired right in 2020. So for the girls who don't know, you know, well, the girls should know. There was a mm-hmm. global pandemic uh, girls, in 2020 no. called Miss 19, Miss Rona. Um, <laughs> and it started in the beginning of uh, BB, uh, BB, of 2020. Yeah. And... Of course, BB Canada starts towards the beginning of um, 2020. So basically, they were in the middle of the season when it starts getting crazy, when the world was shutting down country by country. Mm-hmm. They even, um, I saw a video today, they had told them over the producers, like, yeah, y'all, mm-hmm. Canada is shut down. It's okay, shut down. like, she's no, longer, uh, she's no longer open. Mm-hmm. We don't know about y'all yet. 
Well, not much y'all yet, but, but then they dropped the bomb yeah. that they had to motherfucking go to. That they had to go. And that's the thing. It might have been the best for this season. So this oh. season was advertised as, like, supersized. It was supposed to be the longest season yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be the Oof. it girl. It was supposed to be big. Glad they didn't do it. Because it wasn't giving going to be long, considering... <laughs> miss, miss COVID. Considering a lot. Because, so we start off the season, basically, during the season, y'all. Um, the first person who's going to get evicted quits. Apparently, he feels like everybody's going to vote him out. He quits. His name is Nico. I don't know him. It starts off bad. It starts off real bad, y'all. It starts off bad. After that, we get one regular week. And then after that regular week, apparently, Jamar, here comes the, you know, uh, racist. I don't know what word to use. (laughs) There were certain (laughs) thoughts about Jamar because Jamar Mm -hmm. was, um, quotations, threatening other house guests. He was doubting. He was not. Um... (laughs) Threatening other houses with Jamar gets evicted and not well, evicted. Jamar gets ejected. Removed, yeah. Removed from the game. Um, this is week three. We already got one quitter, one removed. And then basically, Canada was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it wasn't given that was the right decision. So I need y'all to do something about that. So the something they did was remove Kyle, who was <laughs> the racist at hand. Um, <laughs> so Kyle and Jamar were both removed and then the season was canceled because of COVID. Well, no, they gave him another week. They were like, okay, okay, new week, week four, reset. You know, we're still going strong. The same dude, Sheldon, won H-O-H, H-O-H again. again. Nominees were played. Vito was one. Damn. And then they shut it down. Well. Yeah, so it was It was. It, it wasn't going to be the longest season yet because Jamar and Kyle got ejected midweek. Yeah, no, they were already shitting on and, that And, like, it was for the better, probably. Yeah. Now I feel bad though. I feel honestly, I feel kind of bad that they never got a chance to play. Like I honestly feel like I wouldn't be mad if All Stars did happen and they brought in like let's say they got a 16 player cast. Mm-hmm. They brought in two of them as like 18, uh, 17, 18. I but if I do, I feel like I don't need to see this entire cast play again. Like we don't need to see them all come back, especially not Kyle. No more Kyles. Mm-mm. Um, but it's just like it sucks because their opportunity, their opportunity was really ripped away from them, and then. I mean, they're just forgotten almost, you know? Yeah, who? And that's scary. Like, that was really, that was like a reality check. It's like, yeah, no, she's I, real. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Um, honestly, this season, I don't care to see them back because I didn't watch it in the first place. Heard it was bad. There was half of them was racist. And oh. hey, I mean, yeah, like, I really, I really have no personal objection to this season at all. Like, I don't know. I was not watching it live at all. Yeah, it was bad. Next, um, this is number nine on the list. Mm-hmm. Boom. Now, I don't know if this is somebody's favorite. Season four. But it's not, not my favorite. And, and I, I thought this is not one of my other not memorable. Po- postseason, preseason, post, whatever. Like, what is this? Postseason, po- what is this? Uh, off-season. I cannot off-season. think of it. Something. <laughs> I'll tell you one of my early off-season podcasts. Like, this season, I mean, nothing really stands out for me in this season. Like, I don't... Nothing really gags me necessarily. Nothing. None of the people really. I mean, I know who no. Mother Lavita is, and that's all though. So like, all we know is Mother Lavita. All we know is Mother Lavita. We got it. We we got this season. There was a twist that mm-hmm. somebody from another version of Big Brother. Yeah. So they brought in. They brought in four international. Big Brother, uh, Big Brother U.S. players. We have Jace Big from BB Five. Big Brother U.S. Five. Mm-hmm. Some Veronica girl from Big Brother Italian. Big Brother Italy, okay. <laughs> and then Tim from Big Brother Australia, and Nikki from the BB UK. Mm-hmm. So they all, so so they were all 
up for Canada's vote. Yeah. And then Nikki and Tim got voted in. And they also got voted in with immunity. Mm. So they were safe the first week they came in. So, they um, came in. so that's that safe. twist. And, and then, then we also, also have the brothers who eventually win the season. It's just two IRL brothers. Them winning the season. Enter the house separately at first uh, as separate players. And then they announced to everyone, oh, y'all, y'all are brothers and y'all are playing as the same person. Mm-hmm. So good luck. <laughs> I didn't like the twist. Thought it was dumb. They ended up winning. Thought that was dumb. I um, hate. I hate the twist even more than the fact that they ended up winning. It's just too. like they. I don't like. It's so. I feel like standout players who I feel like. Oh, I would love to see win. Would definitely be a Joel or a Cassandra. It's mm-hmm. such a, or and even a Tim a little bit. Even though I feel like he wasn't all the way in the game at times. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that it came down to Kelsey and the brothers, and it's just like. I feel like they could have given it to Kelsey. Like I would, I feel the same way. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand this, that these niggas all. were trying to nominate themselves. These mm. niggas was walking around the house. They they was arguing with each other. How y'all? Yeah. Like if, if y'all, if this is um all stars, don't we can skip with the brothers, babe. You might can skip the whole season because Cassandra mm-hmm. was on five. And that was really, and it was just like this season. I feel like it was just twist on top of twist on top of twist on top of twist. Like you, like we already said, we got the brothers. That's week one. Week two, you have international players entering with safety, mm-hmm. and then you have in week four a fake double eviction mm-hmm. where uh, Kelsey was eliminated in round one, Olivia was eliminated in round two. Mm-hmm. They both got brought to a secret room. I want to say it was like damn near a whole week. They were in this room. Yeah, they they had sounds at certain times, but basically, by the end of the week, one of them had a chance to return. Mm-hmm. So Kelsey ended up getting unanimously voted in to back into the game. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, well, damn! Like she had so much more information, and she even utilized the information to take out one of the more dominant players at the time, mm-hmm. Mitch. Yeah. It's like maybe the Canada, and this is what. It's annoying about BB Can for me sometimes. Their twists really can overpower their seasons because they're just like to go. The final back two was two twists. It was back. the brothers twist and Kelsey returning to it. Like the, the, we got a final two of two twisted ass play. It's like okay, like I don't know. And season four, it just the cast just wasn't standout. I did not give a fuck. Even yeah. Avita, she was that girl, but she's not that girl. I feel like I feel like that's thing. It's like, for example, you have someone like Levita. Like, first of all, Levita's iconic as fuck. I don't know. No one says Levita's a crack queen, and we have to stand. She won the first to throw HOHs. Bitches not doing that. Bitches not doing that. Unless her name is Rachel Motherfucking Riley. No shame. But um, and so she had the girls. She had the girls pressed. So I feel like that was a big moment. But then she gets mm-hmm. cut at the fake double. And you have someone like Mitch who gets cut. You know what I mean? And then Over towards the end, I feel like some fan faves would be a Tim, a Joel, a Cassandra. They just went back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Because the brothers were winning everything. And I didn't say the brothers. I want to say it was Nick winning yeah, everything. And it's like, that's even worse because it's like they're playing as one person, but these two people can both apply their attributes. It's just stupid. Yeah. I, I, I always compare, like, Big Brother Canada, like, in general, mm-hmm. U.S. television they don't do the stunts and shows. Like, U.S. television mm-hmm. is very much, you know, prime and proper, you know. Mm-hmm. You get what you get. You know, U.S., Australia, U.K., bitch, they will do whatever in these shows, okay? Mm-hmm. And BB Canada, because they use the BBUS format, I feel like it's interesting, but it really ruins the overall game because these type of twists work in a season where only Canada is voting on everything. Mm-hmm. They don't fully work in a season where the house determines what's going on. So I just yeah. feel like this is a season where these twists and turns really just made me feel like I'm not wanting to tune in anymore. I'm not interested. Yeah. This like, season this season was, was bad for Elmo. For me, me being Elmo. 
I did not want to watch it, honestly, truly. It was not interesting, especially when LaVita went home. I was like, okay, I'm bored. It was just not, the gameplay wasn't eating. It was mm-hmm. not dynamic enough gameplay-wise. The cast wasn't dynamic enough. Um, the twist sucked. Didn't, I hated yeah. the brother twist. I hated it. I would rather them have been two individual players than be the same player. Or even if they were, like, I don't know. I would have rather them had to vote together, maybe, had to do something together. But for them to have to be literally just one person, but it's two of them, it's like, that's stupid. We're saying the winner of the season was the brothers. That's dumb. That's not a name. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just stupid. It, it's like a clown. This, this season, for me, it was like... Clown noise. Yes. Like, this <laughs> season was just like, like... I see that for this season a lot. Like, and that's like, and that's like, like the biggest, the the biggest, like I feel like a lot of people they lashed on to like Tim, and a lot of people also like Nikki. Rest in peace, shout out to Nikki, mother. Um, because of their performance and, and their likability, you know, Nikki essentially mm-hmm. she was holding in because she was on the UK version, someone that talked shit. Queen. She was gonna cuss you out. She was gonna go crazy in the mm-hmm. game, and she bought that to BB Canada. But it's just like. That works in the season where I feel like there's no strategy. It doesn't work in BB Canada because Nikki had no strategy at all, really. And you have Tim, who had potential, was a great social player, but then he had power. Like, for example, in week five, he mm-hmm. won HOH, and he, like Marty in BB Canton, used gummy bears to decide who he wanted to nominate. He ended up nominating Dallas. Dallas ended up going home that week because Dallas was like, I don't care. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not picking the gummy bear. I don't give a fuck. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> he ended up getting nominated. He went home. And it's just like, the thing, it, it sucks because Dallas is someone who he could have worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, then he just let the ally go because of stupidity. Like, he was not playing at all. And I thought, okay, he won HOH this week. He got some power. He'll make a move. He'll make a smart decision. But then he just reverts back to BB Australia way of nominating because of the shits and giggles. It's just like, no, like that's not fun. That's not fun to watch at all. Yeah. So the season was dead for me. Didn't like it. Um, it's nothing. Let's get to the to the actual seasons. No. Oh no. Oh no. The first two. I don't know what those are. Okay. Big Brother Canada season seven. seven. Now. I wouldn't say this season was necessarily bad. I think yeah. a lot of Big Brother Canada seasons are kind of good. Like we only let's say we only good. have ten to rank, so it's not like we're saying. I mean, I will say at this point, like the, the last two we just talked about, we don't know them. Who? We don't know them. <laughs> I say seven and up. Everything we're gonna say up here is like mm-hmm. okay. These are seasons. Yeah, I I I, I see them. Now, Big Brother Canada 7, I don't think it was a um, bad season. I think all Big Brother Canada seasons are kind of good, most. And I just feel like this season, the reason I have it so low is because of what happened. You know, yeah. the 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 whole One Alliance running the game, especially when it's a group of men who cares about men. It's like, okay, <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. like, we're tired. And it's happened before. It yeah. wasn't like this was the first time ever and we could really be enamored. It was the first time in Big Brother Maybe Canada. Canada. But it wasn't the first time in general. So it's like, okay, like, yeah. Like, this season mainly is just the pretty boys Anthony, Mark, Dane, and Adam. You weren't a pretty boy or affiliated with them. You were not in shit. And I think while since they were really chaotic, like, they weren't the best players. It wasn't like as I feel like structured as maybe a cookout or a brigade, but it was just like they were also playing with a bunch of dumbasses to an extent. Like, so it was like there was no real opposition ever. Like I will not say that I, I personally I think they're great players. I do. Well, Dane and Anthony mainly. Mm-hmm. But I don't think 
the entire time they were playing clean enough to go unscathed the way they were. I think they were just playing with some duds. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can compare this season heavily to a, a, a regular old BBUS season between season 16 through 21. Just because of, like you said, I mean, it's been done. The PLC going home early, the Bell Alliance running the game, all the women going home and not trusting each other. It's like, mm, okay. And it's, I think I will say similar to BB Camp 4 in a way, not a lot of standout personalities personally for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was not enthralled by anyone, really. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really care for anyone because it's hard to rule for dummies. I hate to say it. It is. It really is. Yeah, I agree. Um, I fully agree. It's just, it's just, it's just tired out. Mm-hmm. It's just tired out as fuck. It's a bunch of people who didn't weren't playing the game. And yeah. you had the pretty boys, and even all the pretty boys weren't playing the game. So it's like, okay, because Mark wasn't doing anything. Um, so we had three <laughs> people who were kind of playing the game. Adam was really just trying deciding if he wants to be a man or if he wants to have a girlfriend. And it's like, okay. And then we have Anthony and Dane, who were very, very strong players. And I was gonna say, I, I will say from Dane Anthony alone, this is probably some of the best strategy we've ever seen in people of the Canada, like to this day. Yeah. Well, I Kevin. Agree. Kevin up there with them. So it's like like I, I, I would say kinda they started the Pantheon of BB Canada in a way I, I would say. Like mm-hmm. I think like strategically Anthony and Dan are very powerful players. And I don't think oh, Ned is up there as well. Mother. Mothers. Period. The mothers. I like it a different level for the mothers. Yeah. But when it comes to like the men, definitely, definitely. I agree. And I think that that helps the season a little bit. I think that's why I wouldn't put it like last other than me being totally bored, me feeling like throughout the season, nothing was really ever going to change. There was no like wavering of power dynamics. The only power dynamics we have were within (laughs) the pretty boys of who has more people. And that's slightly interesting. But overall, it's like you need there's elements to a season that you need and you kind of need an opposition. This season didn't have one. And I feel like that's very important to determining like a good Big Brother season, even if the opposition is a bunch of scragglers. I'd rather that than everybody kind of just being the same group of people being just "Mm, you can go next and then you can go next. It just it just isn't enjoyable. And exactly. I think because honestly, because they're they're men, um, that was less likable for me. Cause there's times where I can like this type of season where it's a bunch of people like BB23 when it was the cookout, um, Loki eating them up. I liked that because it was more of a dynamic within the group. I feel like since it was only four of them, well, really three. It was really only three of them. Doing anything really, and they were all kind of doing anything. I wouldn't necessarily say Adam is a good player, my me personally. So it was really just two. It was just mm-mm. it wasn't, <laughs> and I feel like it. it, 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 it. They tried to like throw in things I felt like to really switch it up. Like it's crazy that this is the first season where the HOH cannot play in veto, but there's also the season where one alliance won damn near every competition in the game. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. okay, like that twisted me shit. Because mm. it went Adam and Dane, Adam and Dane, Adam and Dane, damn to the whole season. Yeah. So it's also on the sense of they were in power, but they were also in they they were in power and doing well in the game, but that's mainly because they just kept winning competitions. And it's mm. like that's not really fun to watch. It's like BB Derek, BB six, BB Derek, BB sixteen Derek yeah. gameplay of like, well, everyone I'm with is winning the competition, so of course I'm gonna stay safe. You know, yeah. very ABC strategy. It works, but it's just like it's not the funnest to watch. It really just isn't. Yeah. The one pro about the season was we did get the first non-binary player with Kira. Kira. So that's good. Um, they were adding diversity pretty early, so that was mm-hmm. cute. Um, yeah. And they had and that's thing, and this is this is like one of the, 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 the international things. Uh, they had someone get voted in week two, and Corey 
who came and did nothing. You'll see that throughout. Canada loves a good Canada's votes. Love yeah. a good Canada's vote. Mm-hmm. Vote a random and it's not going to. I don't think any person that's been voted into the house has done anything really. They like it does not matter. Probably Never one matters. person who we're going to talk about coming up, but it's like it. They usually don't do anything mm-hmm. at all, and it's just like okay, okay. You and then it's like and then what's crazy too is that like. One of the very first twists was the fact that Canada got to vote on someone to come into the house early and kind of spy on people. And that was Damien, Daddy Damien. Um, he literally comes in the house. He sees the pretty boys getting formed because it literally gets formed hour one, bitch. When I tell you, like, the first 30 minutes of the game, mm-hmm. he sees it and then nothing. Cricket. I mean, the amount of times I feel like it was very obvious that the pretty boys was running it or together and no one connected it. I mean, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. So, anyways, y'all, basically that was it. I'm not going to get into no more tea on that. Next, we have, what is this? Number eight? Ten, nine, eight. No, that was eight. Number seven on the list. Yeah, together. Three. Um, now, Big Brother Canada 3, I would still say this isn't like, I wouldn't consider, no say good. Like, I would say... Seven and three for me are like okay. I personally feel like at this point of the list, okay. at this point of the list, like these are all like good seasons. Like these, like, I don't really have many. I want to say overall complaints, complaints on what I did while watching because I remember like just to get pointed on this video, I was going for season three. I was like season three had I feel like a lot of good moments. I feel like honestly this cast was pretty dynamic in their gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think outside of the fact that. The cool kids was made the majority of most of the time. When it came to like decisions being made, when it came to like elimination, like they would think outside of the box. That yes. I'm like that's mainly how you have a Sarah, a Brittany, a Godfrey, three players who were never really in the majority, all in top four. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like they were able to do so because this the, the the main people in the group were not always just sticking with the people that they had close relationships with. Like sometimes they would go and listen to what Sarah had to say. Sometimes Brittany would win a competition and now they have power that week. So it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like it, it it did go in and out of like, okay, this could be a boring season, but then boom, it'll switch up here. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily because of the twist. Like I think a big twist this season, which was the coup d'etat, pissed a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like others in that, it still had the dynamics of it all. Yeah. And I feel like what I don't like about BBCan 7 this season has, which is like an opposition in a way. Like it has yes. Brittany and Sarah. Um, you know, not Brittany Sarah, Cindy. Other. I mean, they Cindy had it. and Neha. And even at the beginning when we had the whole um Cindy and Neha getting exposed, Neha getting out. Mm-hmm. Even that is like dynamic in itself because Neha is a very well-known character. Yeah, oh and my God, that stressed me the fuck out. Because she basically this situation is enti- saved herself. This, is, this whole situation, this whole situation is crazy. This whole situation is crazy as hell. Because basically, <laughs> this, this, this is how it went down. So the girls, I think it was Neha, Cindy, I know Sarah was in there. Mm-hmm. I want to say Britney was in there, but basically they talking about okay, who they want to go home, who they think of the target. Mm-hmm. Like they're basically playing out the whole goddamn game round too, mm-hmm. and they're in the main room of the HOH, and Kevin is in the bathroom listening to it all. So this week, the people nominated was Britney and Kevin. So he had this tea 
while on the block. So as soon mm-hmm. as he gets this information, he spreads it to the entire house. The girls, Neha, Cindy, uh, Sarah, the girls were out. They were not mm-hmm. trusted. It, it was over for them. It was over for him. Mm-hmm. Kevin went and won that veto. Mm. They backdoored Sarah, Cindy, and Cindy went the fuck home. Mm-hmm. And then he won the next instant eviction, which was in week three. For the girls who don't know, an instant eviction is a week with no veto. So, very instant, bitch. So, he won <laughs> the next HOH, and he is forced to nominate within seconds mm-hmm. of winning. So, basically, he immediately nominates Brittany and Neha. So, he speaks to Neha after nominating Neha, and she's like, oh, is it before? Was it right after? It was right after. Nom- he nominated, but everybody yeah, didn't he know he went into the dining room and nominated immediately. Mm-hmm. He came out. Neha literally convinces the man not to put not her to up. It's Kevin is light. so easily convinced. So easily convinced, actually. What the hell? <laughs> anyway, but yeah. He puts up Neha anyway. Well, he has no choice. He's already made the decision. She goes up and she goes home because there's no veto. There's no real week. Damn. And she just, boom, she just goes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, uh, like, like moments like that, it's like, mm, and okay, then Cindy comes really back sucks. because but then Cindy comes back this season. She eats it up. She gets into a new majority alliance with the couples. She takes out her damn next couple. She gets, her couple. She gets into the showman's alliance when she comes back, but mm-hmm. then she also cultivates his entire elimination. Her showman's because it. I mean, the age, the vote, the last thing. It was a lot of dumbass shit going on that week because when she came back. <laughs> The uh, basically the head of the couple alliance, Zach, he won HOH and Vito. And Zach's A1 day one was Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan, he he wanted to be chill town, low key, so so bad. So it was kind of like, oh, we're the dynamic duo, we're gonna make big moves, we're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. So even though Zach had HOH and Vito, Jordan asked to be nominated. And after Zach won Vito, he asked to stay on the block. So he stayed on the block. The vote was five to four for him to go. Ooh. Uh, she ended up, but then she also went home next. So <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. I feel like it had a lot of ups and downs, but what kept me mm-hmm. interested in this season for the most part, I feel like it's like watching BB24. I mean, seeing Sarah and Brittany, and for yeah. a lot of people as well, Godfrey just be able to persevere throughout the game, make it to the end without having these connections. I mean, it was really interesting because they were a trio, but also not really to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Like, Sarah had her thing with Willow. She had a fine too with Brittany. They were working tangent with Godfrey. You know what I mean? Like when mm-hmm. Brittany won her coop, that's how she also saved Godfrey. It was weird because they weren't a forward side, but they yeah. were in agreement and they really wrote it to the end. I was really happy when he chose Sarah because Godfrey won the final three and chose Sarah. And then she beat him. <laughs> but it's just like, I love that that was the final two. Two people mm-hmm. who I just like were just outcast from the beginning, never fully. Like, no one was fully allied with them. No one fully trusted them. No one fully gave them information. They were always used as pawns. They were always just tossed aside, and they are both sitting mm-hmm. in the final two. Like, either way, you're going to have to choose the underdog to win this game. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say was, like, a pro of this season is the winner. Like, literally. Or even just the outcome. The outcome of the season was a very, very much so a pro. It makes me feel like I put it above the other seasons. Because Sarah winning, that was, like, the first time we got that in Big Brother history, bitch. Like, yeah. she really was a different winner for the times in North American Big Brother. And it's like, her winning really, I don't know, it's its special, especially for a lot of people, because exactly. the outcast just doesn't win. That type of player, the, the outcast, it's really, really hard for them to win. So her winning, it really, really, I feel yeah. like wrapped up the season to make it just better than what it would have been had somebody else won. So- Yeah, no, it, it definitely- really nice. 
if like say a Zach or even an Ashley, yeah, exactly. no shade, the girls love some Ashley. And shout out to Ashley. Ashley won three videos in a row. Uh, sure. I think one of the first women to ever do that, actually. So yeah. it's just like she ate that up, but it's like we didn't want that. Popular girl, pretty girl, pretty blonde hair. We didn't need that. We didn't need that. We didn't need that. We didn't need that. We didn't. We got Sarah, and we needed it. Period. This is also the first season of a triple eviction. Yes. Which is the girls don't know triple eviction in BB Canada works as if one person wins, he nominates three people, a veto is played, and then the house votes to save one person. One person. I hate um, vote to save. Yeah, vote to save. It makes it pretty, pretty, it's pretty interesting. But I thought it was a cute twist. This is the introduction of it. I the first introduction. Um, I, was I did not like this people who went home because let's think. This is the yeah. first induction of the triple eviction, mm-hmm. and my sister Brittany had the HOAs, so oh. I didn't give a good goddamn. Um, <laughs> she kind of fucked up because she ended up getting out Kevin, but she also got out Willow, who was Sarah's closest ally. But it's like. She fucked up, but also not really because Brittany did not like Willow because she was Willow's <laughs> Sarah's cousin a lot. Period. So Brittany was also kind of like, well, I can go and I'll have Sarah to myself. Period. Exactly. Made that up. I think <laughs> it, it was a lot of good outcomes, but I didn't like the twist. I'm not a fan of the triple. I also am not a fan of the coup d'etat, which also happened this season. Exactly. And I'm not a fan of the twist, but it helped. But that's the thing. I'm not the type of person who just if the twist is in my favor, I like it. I don't care what the twist does. I don't mm-hmm. care if the twist saves my mom. I don't like twists. And I just did, I wasn't a fan of twists. That was the yeah. reason that I didn't really like this season. That was another reason I didn't really like this season. It and there's a really reason why twist. a lot of people dislike this season. And I can 100% understand that. I feel like just mm-hmm. for me, and I, I want to say I'm not the same person either, but at the same time, I know I am just a little bit. Like, if, if the twist <laughs> is the twist my fave, shit. It's a good twist. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I can't sit up here and say, Sarah would have won without that coupe. Sarah would not have won the game without that coupe. It, it, mm-hmm. Very unlikely she would have won without that coupe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like, especially, like I said, I've said this in a previous podcast too. At the time, I feel like that win was just needed. Not even for Begula Canada, just people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, because so many times we watch the people we don't, are not, we are not rooting for a win. I mean, even this season, I mean, I like Sarah, but when it came to Godfrey, Brittany, yeah, Sarah, Sarah was. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, if like, I still didn't get fully what I want, but at least it's someone who I have been rooting for. I have been wanting exactly. to win. I haven't gotten that until we don't ever be, get that. That would be three. I didn't get that again until maybe twenty four. So it's mm-hmm. like literally, and I didn't get it before that. Literally, ever. And I didn't get it before that at all. So it's like okay. this never happened. So that's why this season will always be special for me because I feel like team I wanted to win won at the end of the day because Sarah yeah. wanted. For me, it was a win for Godfrey. It was a win for Sydney. It was a win for Brittany. It was a yes, win for Neha. Exactly. It was for all the girls. Johnny. It was a win for, you know, it was for everybody. So, yeah, exactly. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Honestly, I feel like she could be a little bit higher, but when we're ranking the mother seasons, you know. Hey. Oops. Um, what is this? Are we in the top five? No, this is six. Number six, y'all. Number six, y'all. Boom. Oh gee, oh gee. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind this being in the top five over number five, honestly. You're right, honestly. But it's too late. It's, here. it's too late. She out here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um so six slash five. We have season one, the OG season, the motherfucking mother season. I think this was a great kickoff to Big Brother. Great Canada. kickoff. I think and this thing, I feel like Nostalgia alone makes me want to put it on. Nostalgia alone. I, was I think the same thing. The fact that this was the first season and it was this good, I feel like, wow. Like, I they mean. ate this up. It was a great dynamic cast. The twists were not 
too in your face, I feel like. I don't think yeah. they were as affecting the game as some other seasons. Like, we just talked about with the Coop, bitch. Yeah. You know? It was pretty cute. It was, pretty I, cute. I, I, it was really good. It was really good for a first season. This was the mm-hmm. best house. I don't care what no one says. Because Period. we really care that I... Y'all... Unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. I don't like the Big Brother Canada houses like that. They just too I big. am not, just too a, much fan. I'm not I a fan. Am a, I'm, I'm a minimalist person. I love the BBUS house. I love BBUS it. House. I think it's the perfect size for the perfect size cast. It is a, it's enough room to get. If you want drama to get started, you can get star, drama started. I feel like the game, it, it can just be more active, I feel. Mm-hmm. I, even though BBU, BB Canada, it's active. But it's like sloppy activeness, in my, in my opinion. It's just like all over the place. And mm-hmm. honestly, I, I I had a theory that they probably got something to do with the goddamn house. Because you don't know bitch. shit. You know everybody over there. You know, and I didn't realize because I really recently just started watching C's when we be Canada. Mm-hmm. So it's like no, like so many times you will be in the room isolated, and there's For like long ass sixteen time. people in the house, like nowhere else but in the middle of Canada where you could be in the house with sixteen people and still get a long time. A long that time shouldn't be possible. A good amount of time, bitch. Because BB Canada, they have not only is the house huge, they have secret rooms. Yeah, like, you like they have the off areas. You people could not bitches see. You could behind go to the house and not see somebody all day. That don't really happen to BBUS. No, that really the house is so small, and that's why I, that's all I don't like. But I love the can one house because I just like it wasn't as gaudy. Like the lights wasn't as bright. Yeah. It wasn't as, it was more it's like a house. I don't need too much. And BB can two. I saw BB can two was like that too. BB can three is when they started the extravagant the BB can Odyssey, the BB can Grand, the BB can. It hurts my head. It's too much going on, girl. It's too much going on. Too many colors. They do a lot. BB can one was simple, simple and simple. I love the game play because it was season one for Big Brother Canada, but not for Big Brother in general. Yes. So it was like, it was still like simple kind of gameplay, but it was way more ramped up than a season one of a lot of other shows would be. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So we got this season, we started it off and there was a Boys Alliance. Sick of those. Quattro. And that mm-hmm. was Alec, Peter, Tom, and Emmett. They started off the season, they kind of wanted to run it. And then Alec and Peter wanted to be like Chill Town. They have The Shield. They're the shield. They wanted to be like Chill Town. And it's noted as the very first alliance in Big Brother Canada history. The shield. It's Peter and Alex. So it's like, shut up, shut up to y'all. I mean, I guess. I'll copy in the king. Daddy will, I fear. Another good part of the season, it started off with the first HOH was. The phone rang. Girl, like, first of all, because the phone rang on week one. Like, you got gagged in week one. Because literally, the phone rang. Suzette answers the phone. Congratulations, bitch, you're the HOH. What? It's like, ooh, that eats off rip. She wanted to target the men. She put up two men. She put up Emmett and Tom, who were in the fucking first alliance. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she she didn't end up getting either one of them out. Because one one veto and Cat was doing a lot, so she Kat was doing a lot. Uh, <sighs> and it's like that's okay, but but still, it started off very very good because Suzette took that shot. Like, well, she attempted to take that shot mm-hmm. at the men, and it's like they were finna run the house. So I another big Suzette moment. It's just so it's so crazy, and this and this <laughs> this is where I feel like Big Brother Canada showed me they're gonna do what they need to do to keep their girls mm-hmm. the game because mm-hmm. in week three. A man, his name is Tom. He won HOH. They don't shit about him. Don't ask me who he is for real. He put up, um, what was it? It was, I believe, AJ and Gary. Gary won veto, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, or was it, uh, Suzette? 
It was Suzette. He put up Suzette and Gary. Mm-hmm. Gary won veto. So he put up, I want to say, AJ. Mm-hmm. So when he put up AJ, it's Suzette and AJ on the block for final nominees for Canada, right? Mm-hmm. They go to eviction night. Mm. Suzette is a target. Suzette is going home. Mm. It's time to vote. And Arissa says, but well, what? Canada has been voting to save one of you. Mm. Suzette, get your ass up off that block. Period. And I was like, Gag them. Now that's when you knew BB Canada was going to do anything. I do exactly what they needed to do. But guess what? I didn't care because I was mother. So that was safe. It's, it's like exactly how I said. Sometimes there's some exceptions to the rule, the twist rule. Because mm-hmm. if it saves someone, <laughs> we're good. We're good. So he listens. He listens to his dude named Anil. That was sad. They read up Anil in her place, and Anil went home. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, okay. that was annoying because I didn't want Anil to go. But that mother's day, like I don't know. But it, it's showing saying. really early. Like BB Canada, like their twists are going to be different. Yeah, they are not afraid. They're, they're going to be camp to babe. save a bitch on eviction night. Like this is they're eviction camp, night. And then, and so we got that, and it's like they're gonna be camp. They're gonna bring the bring the juice, but then they was bringing too much juice. Yeah, because, because we 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 get further in the game, and at this point in the game, the house is kind of splitting. Topaz, the shield, Alec and Peter, and Gary and AJ, kinda no, mostly just Gary. They the four of them are kind of bonding because Topaz has a showmance with Alec. Alec and Peter are the shield, and Topaz and Gary are best. So the four of them kind of have like some sort of camaraderie. Everybody else, everybody else in the house, which is like four other people, are kind of all together. So we get this HOH. It's a pretty dynamic HOH because either Topaz can win or Jillian can win. They're on two different sides. It's kind of a split house vaguely. Topaz wins the HOH. And then. So uh, the first inc- ever incident eviction. eviction. This is the first ever. Not a fan. It's dumb. You never give away the chance to play. Got Neha out. And Big Brother Canada does it way too much. Big Brother Canada has a lot of non-veto eliminations. Like there, there, was, a, there was a reason we added the veto, babe. There was it's a reason. reason the veto exists. I'm sorry. It's boring, but so Topaz wins HOH and she has to instantly nominate somebody. This is the first time this has ever happened, like Lee said. So she's in her HOH room and they're like, You have to find, you have to nominate people now. So think of it now. So she's thinking of it, and she's thinking out loud. This is an intense moment. She don't know what to do. This is the first time this ever happened. She starts thinking out loud. Why are they broadcasting? Oh my god! Everything she's saying to the house guests. I just feel like that's just clearly unfair. Didn't like that at all. And that's what I'm like, that's what you really have to take what like, we say. Clearly unfair. Simple. This is simple. I guess we should do that disclaimer now. It's just thirty minutes in, but when mm-hmm. we say simple, we mean by big brother Canada, Canada, Canada standards. Because which, that which is, is crazy. This, that, that's this is one of the most simple seasons, and that's a twist. <laughs> like that's crazy. So everything she's saying is getting read out to the house guest, being broadcast to the house guest. You should never broadcast unknowingly. Someone, <sighs> this is Big Brother. Like, I feel like it made me feel like okay, like is this what Big Brother Canada? That's give? that. That's like, that. And that's what I'm saying. That's I that UK it. Australia shit. You can do that when it don't matter over there. It doesn't matter over mm-hmm. there. Topaz is now a target and can go home and get nominated by the people in the house, not Canada, because of this. And it's just like... So basically, <sighs> um, this kind of solidifies solidifies the sides of the house that I was vaguely talking about. Topaz does... And this, it sucks because Topaz was this HOH, so she can't play the next one. Now they know her T. So she takes out whoever she needs to take out. The other people who weren't involved with Topaz's little group created an alliance. It's the four of them. They make the East Coast Alliance. So that's Tyler, Jillian, Emmett, and um, Andrew. Wait, guys. Andrew was the next HOH. And after this, 
the, that alliance just keeps winning HOH. They yeah. take out everybody on the other side. Gary goes home, Topaz goes home, Peter goes home, Alec goes home. However, but it's they get mind, you, mind you, the, the four of, of them make it to Final Four. That's the gag. The four East Coast Alliance, they make it to Final Four. And the brother kind of says, hmm. oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Kyle has been voting again. Because when they go out Canada, they, mm-hmm. they, they're going to vote, babe. Mm-hmm. They show up to the polls every time. So Gary and someone is coming back in. in. Is in Gary Final safe? Five. Is he safe at Final Five? I don't believe he is. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. He's back, Gary, babes. Gary comes back in the game. He, com- no, right? he comes back. He comes back as soon as Peter gets evicted. Um, okay. no, he wants the next. He wins the next POV because they nominated him. Period, Gary. He came back eating. So Gary comes back in the game, and it made the game more likable because it was it it was it was it was getting stale. It was getting stale. Yeah, because that was the, let's just be honest. That was the alliance full of white people. I wanted to pass and Gary's yeah. alliance. And and Jimmy and Emmett was winning goddamn everything. So it was, was like good. okay, was Tyler good. was getting dragged. Andrew was annoying. So, literally. So Gary comes back, he eats it up, and he literally makes it all the way to final final two oh, after two. that. And he wins the game. He wins the game. So, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not. Some people might think he wins the game. And then you get the iconic Topaz moment. We talk about it all the time. She's wait, in a string grab. Arisa, wait, don't do wait, Arissa. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me right now. Wait. 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 Someone switched it. Someone switched it. Wait. Don't do this to me. There's nothing I can Arisa, do for please. you. There's Arisa, nothing please. I can do. There's nothing me. I can do. Don't do this. I made no no wait. No, it's funny, right? Okay. Oh my god. So the girls who don't know who didn't watch the last video, you need to watch it. What? Topaz is Gary's closest ally. They had an alliance in the game. They work very closely throughout. She loves him. She says, literally, when Arissa asks, like, you know, when they go and vote and they see a little thing, she says, My vote is 100 percent What did she say? hundred percent finalized. 100%. And it's just like... Zero percent. Was it? Was it? 50%. So like, they're reading the votes, and they read Topaz's vote as a vote for Jillian. And Gary's face is shook, and Topaz is his, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's, She's like, wait, wait, wait. And then Arisa Topaz. says... <sighs> I made it. Arisa sighs hard, I made y'all. Go rewatch that video. Very clear. <laughs> I think I think that when Arissa saw the vote, she was like, "This bitch did not mean this dumbass bitch." Like she she knew she knew. She so Gary ended up losing the season. No, he did not. So allegedly, Jillian wins. I'm bored. Next, um, that was a good season. Though. It was Overall, bullshit. I think it was terrible it was ending. Great, honestly, I wish it was five instead of six. We kind of fucked up, Loki. But hey, we move. This hey. is what we have as five, which should be six, Loki. <laughs> Switch these, like, these, these two. Boom. Maybe Canton. Look at the cast. I'm like, that's what should be. That's what should. No, six. <laughs> Damn. Uh, look at the cast. It's like, they're not as iconic as. Definitely not as iconic as season one. This should definitely be six. Um, I feel like this was still a good season, but I think good is is it. It's all. It's also, like it's also could be, it also could be considered good because of no shade recency bias. I'm not going to lie. I, you yeah, know. I was thinking that's probably why we had it above one. One was so long ago. See, 10 was literally the most recent season. Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday. Now, um, let's just get into it. So, I think, uh, personally, I like this season a lot. I mean, 
and, th- and, th- and that's what I'm saying. I really have to mm-hmm. separate my, my bias out of this really, really hard because I'm going to automatically have uh, a strong feeling towards the BIPOC season moving forward just because there is more diversity in the season. So that's one thing about the season. The cast I alone, love. the cast being so diverse, yeah, is, is puts, puts it, it automatically. 60% of people are the yeah, seasons. Exactly. <laughs> so it puts, it, it puts it above for me already. The diversity is amazing, it's immaculate. It forces new type of gameplay, and this it forces was, like, dynamic gameplay. This this season, dynamic as hell. No, but BB can't just in general, like back on that, like when it comes to the diversity, I mean, this is over 50%. Over and, 50%. And, and dark. Representation. Brown they're not. Page. They're not getting. They're not getting blonde hair, blue eyes, girls. They are getting uh, almost yes. everyone in this cast. You know that dark yo, hair, yo. brown skin, dark colored eyes, kinky hair, 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 curly hair, wavy hair. I mean, Stephanie's the only blonde one in the cast. Who? Who? Second boot, babe. Babe. <laughs> like. Like. It was crazy. It was crazy. Know, I don't know what to tell you. So the cast alone eats. They got two uh, non-binary players that eats. Uh, alone, they got so many black people, so many POC. That is, they got representation. Representation from the all representation is busting out the ass. Okay, like the ass. so that alone puts it uh, above a lot of these other seasons. Period, because a lot of the other seasons was a bunch of you know, well, they're giving uh, palm colors, and that's fine for them, but good for them. We're in twenty twenty four, but for us, twenty twenty three. You don't even know what year we're in. Don't. <laughs> um, don't. So it was really good. Now. The reason why Loki should be below season one. A Kyle was in this season. And you know what happens when we get Kyle's. Y'all know what happens when we get Kyle's. What the fuck is wrong with Big Brother? They should have the hint the first time. No, because Big Brother keep casting them. They keep casting them, keep casting them, keep casting them. All Kyle's are raised by racists, and therefore they are racist. Oh. Well. So Kyle, in this season, there was, first of all, we started it off. It was cute. We had some alliances forming. There was a first four alliance. That didn't really stay together. Then we had the Savage Seven alliance. Mm-hmm. That was Gino, Herman, Josh, Kyle, Moose, Summer, Tanisha. Very diverse, so we thought. But maybe it was too diverse for Kyle. So Very Kyle like, too, too diverse for Kyle. Too diverse. Kyle started getting scared. Mm-hmm. He felt like they were racist. And we've been through this multiple times. If you want to see the tea, go watch our BB Canton coverage. Because we're not going to go over it all with you. He was <laughs> racist. He felt like he was racist. He split the house. It was white people on one side. The colors people scattered. Because they were not all together. But all the white people grouped up. They decided they needed to get all the people of color out. Minus Helena. But kind of still Helena. Because they didn't trust her. But they did. But they <laughs> and then um, that's kind of how the season went. And it's like, that left a bad taste in my Yeah. And it happened very quickly. Like this is, this is something that happens week two. And it and was starts to split. It's and, and th- it's never okay for this to happen, but it happened in Big Brother twenty four, and it I wouldn't say that it caused an unfairness to the game because people weren't on board as much. Exactly. It kept the game fair for people like you Taylor know what. And Monty. But you know what? Unfair. But you know what? And I'm yeah. I'm I'm about to be shaky a little bit. I'm about to be a little shaky. Okay. I feel like the and the main reason why it didn't go through, like you said, it wasn't people who were on board. Like you have. Mm-hmm. Michael and Brittany, who were close with Kyle, but the whole time they were like, well, we're cool with Taylor. We know we have Taylor on our side and things like that. And also, when it came to just reaching out to people, I mean, he was kind of stuck because there weren't that many white people in his situation. It really just was not. So, I mean, he really didn't have that many places to go, but I feel like in BB Can 10, a lot of, like, Marty, JC Lynn, Gino, Mm -hmm. These are all just, these are all pretty passive people, similar mm-hmm. to a Turner in a way. I yeah. feel like a if they had several Turners in BB24, it would have happened because they would mm-hmm. just went with the flow and went been down for the ride and just did it. Yep. 
And I feel like that's what was the issue with Buchanan 10 because you have people like Jason Lynn, Gino, who isn't thinking about the game at all. Marty, who isn't thinking about the who, 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 we, a lot of things wrong with Marty. So wrong. it's like, and you have Kevin, who is someone who Our is like, I'm going to use it to my advantage. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, it, it was room for it to grow where BB24, it just did not have that yeah. room. And it caused uh, unfairness, I feel like, to half the cast. I feel like Herman, Tanisha, um, Summer Betty Moose, all the people who were there when it happened didn't really have a fair chance at the game. The only person who kind of had a fair chance was Josh because of his connection with Kevin. Um, and it's like, that was just because Kevin's that girl and he decided to allow Josh to be in his circle. And it's like, had he not done that, it still would have been bad for Josh, too. <laughs> and so it's it, like, even, I'm still bad about that. And what I love, though, is that even even though... Even though it, it turned out, I feel like worse than we did in B24, mm-hmm. the Kyle's both got that come up. They did because mm-hmm. literally, so Kyle, so, so Kyle, he wins what the week three HOH and he decides this is he fully, he fully creates his white brigade plus Selena against mm-hmm. everyone else. Even though Kyle knows Moose IRL, he believes that Moose and Herman are somehow playing him cookout style mm-hmm. and I'm working behind his back even though they're telling him they're not so mm-hmm. he literally his goal is to get out Josh that week he first of all he goes through several people he wants to nominate pisses yeah. off half the house yeah. majority of the house yeah. but the final two nominees eventually ends up being uh Stephanie and Josh and mm-hmm. so his mind he's thinking oh well everyone's getting out Josh like of course you know I'm talking to the right people. People are lying straight in his face. Mm-hmm. Him, thinking, in his face. him thinking all the PLC are working together. I don't know what made him think they would vote out Josh instead of Stephanie. What he thought. Like. Mm-hmm. The, the thing, what, the issue was is that he was wavering through so many things that week. So he was like, mm-hmm. this is happening, but then it might not be happening. But he already nominated. So it got to a point where it was like, well, people are just on the block. So he has to mm-hmm. just go with the flow and hope for the best. Yeah. And the best did not happen for him because Josh stayed damn near unanimously. Like, literally, bro, I mean, this week was crazy because even his closest ally and Marty slipped on him this week. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the entire house... Voted to evict Stephanie, except what, like JC Lynn and Gino? It was yeah. literally ex- everyone except JC Lynn and, and Gino. And then Gino wins the next situation and was like, well, and took out Kyle. Thanks to Summer, mother. <laughs> and this is my thing. I, the, the reason it, it left such a bad taste in my mouth is I feel like it directly affected um, like multiple people's games. I hate yeah. that. Like Moose, but his, and, and, Moose's game being ruined was 100% from racism. Tanisha's game being ruined was 100% from racism. And Herman's game being ruined was 100% because of racism. And yep. that sucks. Three POC got out solely because of racism. Back to back to than, back. Rather than just the natural flow of the game. And that's very but, annoying. But also, and getting to this power struggle at that, too. I mean, the first situation is Herman, where the most diverse alliance of the season was created. Mm-hmm. And then it goes Marty, Kyle, Gino, Jess, Marty, Gino, Marty. So, and I've been watching this season thinking, oh shit, they, these niggas cannot win. Literally, the blacks cannot win. And they're not working, <laughs> but they're not working together. Even if they did win, it wasn't a guarantee that they was going to not. It was not. It was just, it was just, it was very, it was just very distasteful. It left a bad taste, which is why it's number six. Yeah. It's number six. Switch it, babes. Uh, I, I, think, I think this is, I mean, it just had a I lot. They, they just had so many big moments. I mean, the blind side on Stephanie. That. I mean, the house was Tanisha, gagged. Tanisha that, the entire, too. exactly. But 
the entire house was literally on the same page in that vote, but they didn't even know. Everyone was shook. And then the exact next week, you have Gino taking out his closest ally in Kyle. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, the Tanisha week. And then right after Tanisha week, we have the double eviction, which is the chain of safety, which I feel like is definitely the I, most iconic part of the season mm-hmm. because we were stressed. We that were so stressed. So stressful. We're like, well, is Josh going to say Betty or is Josh? So basically, gonna are they going to say? Big weekend and switch it up this season. They're like for the double eviction, we're going to do that a was safety a good chain. So bring that back. They're going to do an like eight style competition. Whoever wins, they're going to start the safety yeah. chain. So Moose won, and it went. It, 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 exactly how I need to go. I think it went. Herman, Herman chose Josh. Josh chose Betty. Betty chose Summer. Summer chose Kevin. Kevin, Kevin chose Helena. Helena chose Marty. Yep. And then I three, hate that. I hate yeah, that. And then Jess, who just was being racist. Um, Gino and JC Lynn were on the block, and I was like, okay, I'm cool with this. We're eating it up. JC Lynn mothered down Loki in one veto. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, JC Lynn has some moments. I will say. I just feel like there was a lot of good moments. And then overall, Kevin running the game. That was the yeah. most one of the most impressive gameplay in Big Brother Canada history, period. And Big Brother history, damn near. Mm-hmm. Like that was very, very impressive. And I think that brings the season up a lot for me, which is probably yeah. kind of why I lean towards a five. That in the cast. Maybe yeah, because, in the moments, it like yeah. made me lean towards top five. You know what? If y'all because that's the thing, even after Tanisha thing, we we after Tanisha goes home, we get to Justin, which is a great high, and then we go on the lower a little bit because we go Harmon out, we go Moose out, and mm-hmm. then we have in week eight, Marty stupidly. <laughs> Marty initially mm-hmm. nominates Betty and Josh because he yeah, got the same color as him. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, Betty wins Vito. The target, babe. The target, babe. Mother wins Wendy. Vito. And by the hand of Gummy Bears, Marty nominates one of his Gummy closest allies in the game, and Gino. Next is Josh. And once again, like the blockbuster he is, Josh made. And Gino was out, babe. So, so it's like okay, it okay. Dynamic, it had dynamic moments, and then, even down to Betty flipping Josh at the end. And, but that's all for to get into because like, okay, that happened, and then it like the back and forth of it because that happened. Girl, and then oh, the Josh triple. wins the triple. And this is this is what I feel about this triple. It was dreadful to watch, but honestly, when it comes to like experience, this was one of the most interesting. Tuned in, I was this tuned one, I was in. Tuned in. I was tuned. In. That's the and no, this season in general, I was very, very tuned into. I feel like because it was by POC, I'm automatically gonna be tuned in. But this, I was more tuned in than BB Can Nine because BB Can Nine was kind of like, "Are y'all playing the game, no shade? But um, this one, I was very tuned in strategic wise. So it was interesting. I feel I really liked it. Um, after the triple. What's her name? Betty gets nominated by Josh, which mm-hmm. is crazy. And I love this whole portion of the game. It's like I got the root for Betty. And and and, yes. and and we say towards the end, you know, like Betty had this big moment where she convinces Josh to flip on Kevin, who had been running mm-hmm. him this entire game. And then you see the, the power struggle between Kevin flipping him back and, mm-hmm. and turning on Betty at the end. I mean, even mm-hmm. that moment, the moment where mm-hmm. Josh cuts his closest ally and takes Kevin. I mean, mm-hmm. this is how blind side after blind side. So maybe she is five. What? Maybe she Maybe she That's what I'm thinking. And Kevin, Kevin winning is just amazing for I feel like Big Brother Canada history. He only won one competition. I feel like he's setting a tone to the game that we need him and Taylor winning um so close together. They're setting this new tone. And I like this new tone. I love it. I yeah. love it. I think what even though it had such negativity with the racism, this and 24, BB24, I feel like I like the tone they're setting in terms of gameplay. Yep. Um 
and I'll leave. But that's the thing, and, I, and, and I'll say on this with this season, like, even with the thing that's happened with the race, it's like Josh could have, excuse me, Josh could have won if he wasn't dumb, or Betty could have won. Like, either way, we definitely mm. could have gotten a black winner if Kevin wasn't one of the best players of all time. <laughs> like, basically. Literally. Literally. Um, what is this, number four? Boom. BB cancel. Um, big big brother Canada season two or whatever. So this season was right. First of all, it's right after season one, so we're still fresh mm-hmm. with big still brother. Still that Canada. OG era. And type. I feel like this showed, for me at least, this showed that Big Brother Canada can have the strategy to it all. Yeah. Because season one, it was new. People were still learning the road. But this season, we got like strategic queen Netta, period. Mm-hmm. And she kind of set the tone for the fact that Big Brother Canada, we have strategy too, baby. Mm-hmm. And I really mm-hmm. like that because, because her running the season, basically, it really it expanded the world for Big Brother Canada. Because Big Brother Canada, one, there were so many gimmicks. The Topaz thing happening, Gary coming back at Final Four is kind of like, oh, okay. But I feel like this made... Big Brother Canada seemed like real. It made it yeah. seem like, okay, wait, this is still a real Big Brother show that Big Brother fans yep. can watch and enjoy. Because really Netta was getting that. compared to like, damn, exactly. exactly. Like, this is when it became, I feel like <laughs> people can view it on the same level as a Big Brother US season rather than just being a goofy ass shit. So I really, really like that. Um, they they kept up with their, we are an international season and we're going to have twists like an international yeah. season. Because if you if you um, if you're a visual learner, we have people up on the screen. We've been having people up on the screen, <laughs> but uh, we have two people to the side because this season, um, after the first evictee, they had three people go into the war room, where this is the first time they have people able to watch the game without listening and just can see them talk and make connections. So these three people in this room, uh, Allison is the girl's name. She eventually gets voted in. And then the other two, I can't really remember their name. Okay. Sorry to those and men. Them. Um, they got to watch them basically play the game. I want to say it was like for a whole week. Mm-hmm. So the first, so week one, it was a regular week. No one was in yet. By the end of week one, they were introduced and they got to watch all of week two. And by week three, one of them was voted in. And that mm-hmm. happened to be Allison. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she also got voted in with a secret power veto. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this season also had the Canada's HOH. She was given immunity for a week, which is insane. Uh, <laughs> she was given veto immunity for the week. It was bad. Or did she win? I, no, actually, I think she won. I think she found veto later on. Secret veto. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she, she found came it. in with it, or she? I I have written out she came in with it, but I would not know for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. She found it. She found it during. She oh, found it during. Okay, she's um, just a mother on her own. Period. There's that. This season also had Mother Ico. Having Mother Ico alone is enough. Um. So at the beginning of the game, we had. Girl, wait. Five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She came in. The, the secret veto was in the room that her that ass was already in. So I mean, they gave her a veto, and a veto. <laughs> and she got to watch them for a week, and she came in. So this season was being run by the first five alliance. Who was that? That's Kenny, Andrew, Sabrina, Arlie, and Sebra. So that was going to be. They literally the were the first five in, and they stuck and they together. Running. Like I would say, what the first five weeks, damn near. Yeah, yeah, because week five. First five and first five. Uh, and this is what this is a twist. We, we need again. We right. need America needs this. 
We need America's HOH. Like, I love this. Canada's HOH, she stepped in and she took the big foot down. Because the first five were terrible. All of them were terrible. They were evil people. I hated them. Mm-mm. It was nasty. You got Sabrina and Rochelle playing the fuck out of Ica and Netta and they face down. Like, it's just, uh-uh. Like, literally, Rochelle and Sabrina are the downfall of Ica. Because before we get to Canada's HOH, uh, Ica gets eliminated. And before mm-hmm. Ica gets eliminated, Mother shreds those motherfucking letters, okay? Mm-hmm. They offer her 5000 to shred the letters. She gets to doing her job. The girls are mad. <laughs> but what caused all of that was when Topaz was HOA, not Topaz, ooh. Aka was HOA. <laughs> it's okay, no. they kept playing. They were playing in Topaz's face. They were playing in Aka. I was just, I, so Queen's getting played in their face back That's to back. I was getting confused. But, um, Aka had HOA, she was pissing some of the girls off because she wanted to keep Paul safe. I think Paul still ended up going home, but she wanted to keep him safe. And she was just doing things that was making people upset. And so mm-hmm. Sabrina, someone who was in the Girls Alliance and the first five, she went back and snitched on her ass, and that girl went home next. Lord. But before she shred the motherfucking letters, okay? And her legacy still lives on. To this day, babe. You're gonna know about those. That letter trends, those letters getting shred trends on Twitter every Every, every week, every week bitch. I was like, on TikTok. I was like, oh, I was on TikTok now. The girls know. It travels through apps, babe. The newer app gets the new But that Canada's HOA from week five, it finally broke up the first five and the game flipped. We saw the lights. And this is where we see Mother Netta born. That's another thing. Mother Netta being born this season is enough. Ica was born this season. We got the two most the two baddest bitches of Big Brother Canada. The two baddest bitches of Big Brother Canada history. We got that in this season, bitch. So that was enough. After this Netta and John um, run the game, we get that yeah, icon, that iconery. Honestly, Netta, Netta being iconic is enough for this season. Carried the season, ran the game. And then her getting cut at the end, that's kind of iconic too. I'm here. I, it, it, is iconic. It's it is iconic. It's, it's memorable. Everyone it, knows that moment. put a like, on the season. This season, like I said, I just really feel like this season made... Big Brother Canada, like real, like this mm-hmm. is a show. Even that a moment, strategy. it's like what? Even that moment, yeah. like okay, because that's a huge move. I mean, we don't really see that BBUS like that. The only time we saw that was in what BBUS five, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And BB seventeen a little bit, a little bit. I guess you can kind of, but yeah. So I think overall, this season was pretty dynamic. I love the the power shift. That's a big power shift. Yeah, you go from that first five to what eventually happened. That also makes me really like it a lot. But y'all, let's get into the top. The big three. Don't even make me. Boom. Now, now, you now. See, you see Mother in the middle. Mother Latoya in the middle. <laughs> Off rip, just the cast alone ate it down. This was the first by POC season. So, of course, I was going to be tuned in. The Here cast you. was amazing. This was this reminds me of, like, for me at least, Big Brother 20 kind of, Big Brother 23 kind of, where when it comes to likability of the cast, baby, I like everybody. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's bringing something. Everybody's bringing something. We had Julie Vu come in, eating it up for no fucking reason. We had Austin and Bray Bray. We had Rohan eating it up. We had Keith Keith. We had Ty Ty. We had Latoy Toy. We had TT. Like, baby, they it were was all good. Here. It was good. I mean, and then, I mean, being a black person watching this show, it, it really is the first time I get to watch Big Brother where yes. people who look like me are in power, are in majority alliances, are are actually able to win the game. To just play I mean, the game, period. This is again, this is our first black winner in Tyshawn, first of all. So that alone made it. That alone, free. that alone, bitch, she should be number one. It should be number one. We no shade. But, but I, hey. I don't know. There's other people. 
There is other people. But no, I mean, that alone, really, just my, I'm always going to have a connection to the season based off that. I mean, mm-hmm. so many good personalities. And mm-hmm. the fact that we got that with all the cookout, the girls want to get scared mm-hmm. about a cookout. Like, baby, no, he just ate it up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like of the twist, I feel like what happened with alongside the BIPOC era is they changed the competitions yep. and they kind of changed the twist of the game. Yes. So this season, the twist was it started off, they were on two different teams. They were going to play as teams for the first couple of weeks, but lo and behold, it was only one week. Um, and that was fine because I feel like not only have they changed the twist, they've changed how they approached it. We don't have to have this twist. Even though we wanted it to be four weeks, we saw the game. We saw how the gameplay was wrong. We we let it go away. Yeah. BB Canada, like- I think seasons nine and ten, they definitely, okay, we're not going to – they're not doing that clown shit no more, okay? Mm-hmm. We're this not- is a real game. This mm-hmm. is a real show. And I like that a lot. That made me like this season a lot. We got the alliance of the Sunsetters. Mm-hmm. And that was the majority alliance starting off in the game. I feel like another thing about this season is it kind of made me feel more like Big Brother US in the terms of the alliance structure. I feel like yeah. every other Big Brother kind of alliance structure, it's like, this ain't a real alliance. This is going to break up. And they always break up. The Sunsetters didn't, well, they did break up. But it was in a different way. I feel like in the past with Big Brother Canada Alliance, it's kind of like, I mean, y'all are only alliances for arbitrary reasons. This mm-hmm. was a group of people. They wanted to work with each other. They created the alliance. They liked each other. It was Tashan, Jetson, Latoya, the big three. Don't do the big speech. And then it was Kiefer, the big four. Beth, and Tina. The big four. And then Beth and Tina. And then it was Beth and Tina. And it's like they made this alliance. It was very dynamic. They were running the house. And then what else? What what another dynamic part of it was the other side of the house created an opposing alliance. Yeah. And it's like, has that ever happened to me? Like an yeah. actual opposing alliance to the big alliance was created. Like you have someone in Victoria. And that's what happens when you get diversity, bitch. You yep. get diverse gameplay. You get good gameplay. And that yep. thing, people were shitting on the gameplay. It wasn't like it's not Kevin Martin and it's not Netta and it's not Mother Ica, but Kevin it's still, Jacobs. Kevin Jacobs. <laughs> Let that be known. <laughs> um, but it's still dynamic because everyone is playing. What I love about the by POC era is that. Let's just say it. POC players play the game. Whether that's Kaylin in the season where the white people was running it, whether that was Ike when she was shredding the letters, they was getting her out, whether that was so bad. We're going to play the game no matter yep. what season. Even if at the bottom. get more of us, we're going to play the game. So this season, we got the first, one of the first seasons where everyone was really playing. There was, you can't name a floater in this cast. I mean, even the first evictee, Julie Vu, the first trans house guest. Literally. I mean, she was playing that. night one, bitch. I think one of the first alliances, her, Brayden, and her, uh, Brayden, Austin. Uh, Austin. Like everyone, you can't name a floater in this season. You can't, and mm-hmm. you that that doesn't apply to any other season in Big Brother. Mm-hmm. A big brother. you got a, you got a player in Victoria who is literally trying to break into the majority alliance. Max, mm-hmm. they won't accept her, so she mm-hmm. takes out one of their members mm-hmm. and then goes and still joins it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she you literally know, flips on it, flips back. Just <laughs> you know what's crazy? crazy? Since the by POC era, floaters don't exist no more. I'm thinking yeah, like nine, BB Can and Nine, BB twenty three, and BB Can ten and BB twenty four. There was I cannot name a name floater. a floater in the comments. Maybe Alyssa BB twenty four. Yeah, that's the but that's the most you can say. She, she was, was in an alliance. Three alliances. That she season. was in. She was in she three, was in three alliances. Like it, it, that's the, you can say Stephanie BB Can ten, but she was also in an alliance. 
And so, she was playing the game. And she literally had a whole like strategic argument before when she was getting nominated. Yeah. She was like, let's bring like, even, even, like, even the least, even the least. Maybe like, maybe I that's love how it's two blonde women. Stop getting those. We don't the next person I was gonna say is Jason Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say this Lynn. That's a comp queen. I, I was gonna Lotus say but she, win them comp. It's mm-hmm. like it's like you you get the first of all, the white people. No, separate me! But you get these like these one-off people who are like, mm, you're kind of here, but they're still involved. I think this new diversity forces involvement. Like because Inclusion. it's so diverse, because it's so diverse, the white players can't just sit there and be idle, and then everybody else is already just playing the game. Mm-hmm. So it forces involvement. Although Alyssa still sat there and was being idle, what a dummy! But anyways, <laughs> um, like that's a terrible player right there. <laughs> But anyways, for I the most I, part, you you have to be involved. You're not going to win this game if you're just sitting there. And mm-hmm. now they're getting people who want to win the game. They didn't just change casting in terms of, um, in terms of race. They also in ch- changed casting in terms of type of player because of the race. Because they cast around the cast. So when they cast, like let's say the first people to cast was Latoya and Victoria, they're casting the people around their personality. So they end up getting a bunch of people who are going to play the game. When yeah. in the past they would cast a bunch of the same people, they would cast three Kyles and two Jaxie Lynns, and then five Beths. And it's like, <laughs> like I don't know, they just would cast the same person over and over again. So it allowed people to just be calm in where they are, comfortable in their skin. But anyways, I feel like overall this season was great. Like Lee said, Tashawn was literally the winner. The final two. Was two black people. We had uh, a, a black uh, gay man, a black gay man in final two. Tashawn won. Um, that was enough for me. It was we great. Had a lot of good moments too. Because yeah. I don't know. Ooh, what gagged me was the fake double eviction. It was the similar, fake to, eviction. similar to BB Cam Four. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Jetson being eliminated you. and Tara being eliminated. As a and you, it's, it's Jetson versus Tara in a comeback competition. And y'all, Tara ate that nigga up. Ate him up. Tara's the oldest, was, one of the oldest women in the house. Yeah. Not when it competition like that up until that point. Yeah, Jackson, totally. he has the comp, he has the he has the body, he has the fit, he's he younger. Won he won comp. So everyone, of course, of course, Jason is just whooped my ass. No. Mm-hmm. This was no. after Jetson was nominated with Beth, won the veto. And was convinced to not use the veto on himself and got voted the fuck out. Yep. And that this was, was ter- mind you, that was Tara's HOH. On Tara's HOH. <laughs> so Tara- and this was right at and this the plan was executed by Kiefer, who was just backdoored, <laughs> but wasn't because he survived the backdoor, convinced them not to get him out and stayed. So there was a lot of dynamicness when it came to the gameplay. That's the thing. The gameplay wasn't good mm-hmm. necessarily, but the game the was dynamic. Tyshawn turning movie. on his thruple and not giving a the fuck Sean about that on at the all. Tyshawn turning on the thruple being an uh, ice queen. Love her. Literally. <laughs> Damn. Got them out. Won the game. Love it. So And I then Kiefer is the first Canada's fave. I mean, a lot of good a lot of moments. moments. A lot of good moments. Victoria being a crack queen the whole entire time. I mean... Love to see it. And I think it deserves top three. I do too. I think it deserves top three. Now top two though. Top two. Now this next one for me, maybe a little high. For Lee, maybe a little not. We can imagine we gonna make some changes. We can imagine some changes. I love her. No, honestly, I wouldn't know where to put her. I didn't watch it all the way through. Mm -hmm. I have watched the beginning and honestly, I don't dislike that's thing. It's good. So so let me tell y'all. I'm watching Big Brother Canada sit well was. 
And the, I heard the edit was terrible. I can it see is. that the edit was terrible. But even with the bad edit, I can just tell the gameplay. There's everyone, uh, similar to BB Can 9, almost everyone is playing the game. Everyone is involved in yep. some way. Even if we have like people not really eating it up, everyone's involved. And those are the best types of seasons when everyone is playing, everyone is involved. There's dynamic gameplay. And this was one of those seasons. Off rip, we have, and that's the thing, it's not a, it's not ABC structure either. I like the seasons where the structure is malleable, it's movable, moving parts. And this was one of those seasons for sure. And I think that's what really puts it high for a lot of people. Yeah. Is that there was just so many There were factions of the game. It wasn't Literally. like this majority here, this majority here. You have Paris, Maddie, and Will. You have mm. Kayla, Dayla. You have Eric mm. and, Erica and Johnny. You have mm. Alejandra and Olivia. You got Hamza and Andrew in them. It's like mm-hmm. there were people right. everywhere. It was so many voting blocks on who's with who and who's mm-hmm. maneuvering over who. And then once you get into the jury phase where it's mainly just the main, the Dayla, Paris, and then Alejandra and Olivia, it's like, and mm-hmm. Johnny, it gets really interesting because you have these people who are all playing the game, like, playing the game, who like each other, but not really. And, and now, now they, they have all have to go against each it. other. Yeah. So and it, it gets, it's just really, really interesting. I think, I feel like one of the biggest downfalls was seeing Erica go home and the way it happened. Mm-hmm. So basically, there was another Canada save, very similar to Suzette's and BB Can um, one, mm-hmm. where BB Canada was voting the entire week and they saved Ryan on eviction night. Mm-hmm. Erica, who was the actual Canada's favorite player <laughs> of the season, ended mm-hmm. up getting put up because Kayla was like, well, if I got to put up another person, it's going to be Erica, the one I mm-hmm. wanted to go home anyway. So Erica goes home and it really, really sucks for her and it really, that messes up Johnny. And it shifts the season very dramatically. It shifts the season a lot because who knows what would have happened if Erica had Dana wasn't going to Erica could have been in jury. Er- Dayla would not have kept. Dayla would not have just been winning. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric could have been in jury because there was a there. Was, Johnny won one of those HOHs. He did. It, w- it wouldn't have just been Derek Kayla, Derek Kayla, because Erica can win comps. Yep. Very much so, which is why she was a threat. So had that not happened, it really could have added even a bigger level of the game. It could have made the game even more iconic. And it's so was. annoying because all of that because so, what's annoying is that game. one one was annoying. They gave Canada the chance. You can use it this week or save it for next week, right? They decided to use it this week. And they saved Ryan after Canada did this big bullshit edit on Ryan. Like Ryan mm-hmm. is not someone to necessarily be. Oh yeah, I love Ryan. Yeah. But that edit, like I said, it had me in tears. Mm-hmm. Um, they saved him. Erica goes home the next week. Ryan goes home any fucking way. He says home that week. But anyway, that but he goes um, home next to Johnny, who mm-hmm. convinces three sides of the house to keep him in the game. So it's like this moment. This season had moments. Baby. But it pisses me off is that someone like like that moment from Johnny. Does not get shown. Does not get edited correctly at mm-hmm. all. Johnny is damn near dead from the edit. I don't know if Johnny saw someone. I don't know what he saw in that set. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't piss somebody off in the editor's room because Johnny got no <laughs> respect. I mean, even that. I mean, the finesse that mm-hmm. week. I mean, Johnny was damn near gone the, out mm-hmm. the week before his closest ally got taken out. Derek, who is Kayla's closest ally, wins HMH and Vito. He's on the block. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows he's a threat to win because he's been winning everything. And they still keep him all assuming he's going to work with them. And the editing gave the credit to Alejandra, who granted is a, is a good player, but she didn't yeah. save Johnny that week. Johnny saved himself, and they did not give him that credit for that at all. The edit was bad. And that's, that's another thing. We can't put season 6-1 with the edit being that bad. Um... Honestly, I would I would be okay with season six being at three because watching it without it being live or me knowing what was happening week by week, it wasn't as enjoyable as I feel like these yeah. other seasons have been. 
But the gameplay was still there. Even like the 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 HOHs, because I was watching and I was like, oh, okay, it's probably just gonna be the same group of people. You know, it's kind of a group of people kind of working together, like the Red Room. The Red Room yeah. kind of had some type of, you know, energy when it came to the game, them leading the game. But but they wasn't even one of the HOHs. Yeah. Ryan was one of the HOHs. I was like, how is Ryan HOH? Ham's the one the one after that. I was like, how is he HOH? Like what was happening? It was very dynamic with who was winning the the competition, mm-hmm. and it created. And I think that kind of helped create the season, made the season into this kind of dynamic thing because the Red Room Alliance couldn't get leverage above each other because they weren't winning the HOHs at first. It was mm-hmm. the kind of outsider stragglers. So it's like we're all just here, being good players, not going home. And then we made it to jury, and then it got very very dynamic. I think. It was really really good season though this yeah season the women i mean the been. women were running yes i was just going to say a lot of people like, this season could come back even like orion like people like ryan like i would love to see a lot, lot of people, people again olivia alejandra johnny erica people love hamza um people oh, love, love erica hamza. people love ryan like this is a good little kayla and paris that's the reason why this season is so high for me because that, that i was just gonna say like that final two and then the whole retrospect of it of knowing Kayla and Paris had this final two. They they mm. went back and they were going back and forth this entire time. They made the final two together. Both of them are strong, strategic, smart women who mm. ran their games. They got themselves to the end, mm. and it, it cost, it, that's what cultivated this big yelling match between both of them. Literally, because it's like they both know what the fuck they did. They, in the game. they did. They did this shit. And that's the thing. Like now, that I'm thinking about it. The seasons where it has like powerful minority groups running the game of course i like it more like by the women running this game made this be in top three yeah bbk9 it being a bunch no of women johnny. running the game shout out, to, shout out to johnny shout out to johnny the fuck the girls of the game okay period bitch um <laughs> it just made this season really it for me now y'all and this is the thing like we finna get to number one y'all should know what number one is by process of elimination now this is the thing i feel like we're hoping for an all-star season. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what makes this one number one for me is that it's the closest thing we've got. When the- <laughs> Boom. Boom. Now, 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 now. That's the thing. We got, we started off the season and we- Mother in the middle. Mother yeah, in the I middle. love you. I got again, it. Again. Because um, Latoya was in the middle. <laughs> um, we get eight returnees. That alone, boom, iconic. Because yeah. the difference between returnees in BBUS and BB Canada is in BBUS, who gives a fuck? Yeah. In BB Canada, we want so bad to see these people play again because <laughs> they because Big one Brother they'll Canada's do it. Are like two, they're likable. In Big Brother US, the returnees are Cody Calfior, no shape. But you know, people who played the game kind of boring. They yeah. were just running the game. Like we're not we're not cares. pressed to see someone that dominated the game so well play again. Exactly. We're, we're pressed to see Ica who got went home second, come back and get a chance. We're pressed to see Netta who got, got cut at final three. Gary who, who damn near won. Cassandra, like, like, you know, I think I think we wanted to this season so is so good and it sucks. Because I, I'll I'll get the kind of bad things out of the way. I think what I hated is the only negative thing is that I mean half the cast is basically irrelevant because they didn't yeah. do shit. And um, I, and I, and it that makes me feel iffy about having that number one. Yeah, I'm gonna say that one now. It's only number one because I can point blank motherfucker. Period. And <laughs> it's, it's literally the dynamic gameplay caused from <laughs> Ica and that too. I'm not even gonna lie, but mm-hmm. the return the returnees. I mean the dynamic that they had. I mean this pre jury. Mm-hmm. 
Very interesting. I mean, this pre-jury was nasty. Mm-hmm. And then you have the jury phase where Ika is the most dynamic, mm-hmm. strategic and it's force like open. of all it's, time. It's out in the open. It's they like know Vanessa. It. It's like I think it's like, like Vanessa, Vanessa times like ten. Vanessa. It was like Vanessa on steroids. It was crazy. It's it was like, and I loved every minute of it. Like I just think it was I, a controlled I, this, chaos this entire yes. season. This season is, is this is number one because of Ica. Period. Um, the literally, like Lee said, the controlled chaos. It literally eats it up. I think it's just a good season in general because sometimes what happens is we've never gotten half the cast in Big Brother be returning. Yeah. Um. And Big Brother US is always like four or three. And in a situation where it's four, it's just like, it just feels <sighs> lackluster. Yeah. Because it was eight of them, it wasn't that only four people are playing the game and no one else isn't. It was eight people yeah. are at least playing the game. That's still a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the same as every other. And then, and then, and then, I, then we and still I, had Dimitri involved. Yeah. Dre was still involved. Even Dylan Karen and, um, was involved. Girl, William was involved. Yeah. So and they had that involvement. I just think when it comes to, I hate, and this is why I'm also not a fan of fan versus fave seasons of Survivor. Mm-hmm. Fully, fully, like because I hate that half the cast is just like, what are you doing here? In yeah. any situation where right. half the cast is people that you've known before, and half the cast isn't those people, are just not going to do shit. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? But that's thing. Micronesia, Survivor Micronesia is a lot of people's favorite season because you have Sari, you have Prodigy, you have mm-hmm. these main girls mm-hmm. who are still making it that interesting. That's like BB Can 5 is similar in that way of like, yeah. they're not doing shit, but you have Ica, you have none of these people who mm-hmm. are, who we do love and they are playing, they are playing to the best of their ability. I don't know, it's exactly. just great. And 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 what, when I say it's Ica for me, it's like, I don't know, like, that's what he means. Come into this game. <laughs> And making her bitch. I mean, after getting her it's face played leg- in yeah. on BBK, like her legacy was, I'm the girl that shred the letters. I'm the girl that that may that you may get into it with. You know what I mean? They, they, I mean, they really played in her face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she, and she came, came and she became the strategic mastermind. Yeah. I mean, I get known as one of the best BBK players of all times to this day. Yeah. The queen, the queen, yeah. and you know who she is. And because with, it's like, if you know no who one, she is. no one. Like the way this game was played will never be repeated just because it was Ica yeah. that did it. And I think yeah. that's what makes it so similar to Vanessa. I think similar to Vanessa. And I was also say, someone say similar to I feel like a Taylor. The person yep. who is dictating, I feel like the majority of what's happening in the game, if they are so unique and they're so dynamic, then that just I think that just corresponds to the entire season. It spans the season. It spans to the season. Um I feel like Another positive thing about this season is that it was before the by POC era, but there was still a lot of POC in this season. Yes. Uh, part of the reason that Ica was able to do what she was doing because of the diversity, like Dre being here, Cindy mm-hmm. is a POC, Ica is a POC, Netta is, Cassandra is, Gary is. Baby, that's a lot for yep. it to be pre the era. Like, had it been post the era, it would have just been two replacements being black. And it's like, okay, boom, like two other people being black. And it's like, Boom. Yeah. That eats. I really like that aspect of it. I felt like there wasn't like game jar- jarring twist that I didn't like. I felt yeah. like the twists were kind of simple. They had the backwards week, which got Gary out. Backwards week is interesting. It's similar to I feel. I like didn't the, hate uh, it. I, I hated like that it, it got out but, Gary. Um, I, I wouldn't mind if it happened again though. It reminds me of cute. the chain of safety. Like it's not necessarily affecting what could happen in the game. It's just like. Okay, this is different. You know, I just mm-hmm. think it's different. It's better than being a bad twist, in my opinion. So I feel like that was fine. Another um, twist they gave, uh, like I said, Big Brother Canada, they're going to rig for the mothers. Mm-hmm. Because, and they knew what they was doing with this twist. Basically, 
Canada was voting on who they wanted to give safety to the jury. Everyone was eligible, but who was who's gonna win it if not you mean on the a return? Were um, so never ended up winning it. She had safety all the way into the jury, which didn't do much, honestly. Um, well, it got her in the jury. It got in the jury, but it's like mother was getting the jury anyway. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> but then and that, and, that le- and that leads to the iconic, the best double eviction, brother history, bitch. the best double eviction moment, the best moment, iconic, iconic, where I could convince Cindy Netta's to get out. Now, damn there, damn there. Netta's closest ally. They go into the double eviction. Cindy wins her first HOH. She's new to this. She's been rocking with Netta and the veterans this whole time. She's thinking, okay, this is just smooth sailing. What are we going to do? She knows there's been tension brewing between Netta and Ica, but she's been trying to play in the middle. She wins this HOH, and she feels obligated to take one of them out. Something's got to give. Mm-hmm. Something's got to happen. Which and she then, honestly shouldn't have felt obligated to do none of that shit. She should have. She should have got out. out uh, Jamie, anybody else. Anybody else. else. She should have definitely left Netta. And, and that's what I think. When I, I think about the game, I think if there's people who clearly hate each other, why are you taking out any of them? Because Cindy's downfall, had Netta been there, would not have happened. Yeah. At least not that fast. Because I think Netta would have had to take, get out. Yeah, before Cindy, and and that's that's, 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 that's why I feel bad because it's like I can really use the fuck out of Cindy to get out, Netta, and it, it wasn't was even huge. like, but that's it wasn't even like a I'm actively just gonna get out of Cindy next. It was more so like, well, I'm doing other things. I, mean, I promised my safety to other people, and, and oops. you're not that person. So thanks, but no thanks, bye. <laughs> you get the iconic moment of Dre trying to turn on Netta, and that's even iconic. And Dre trying to turn on Netta, Net, I mean. I just get mothers confused. <laughs> Dre, Dre trying to turn on Ica, and Ica's like, baby, if you take a shot at the queen, you don't, don't miss. miss. Don't the miss. Don't miss. Dumb ass. Literally using veto and on Ica. This is Kevin Every Martin, big y'all. moment. You remember earlier season. I said Kevin Martin? That was Kevin Martin. This is Kevin. <laughs> right, right. Every big moment this season Girl. is Ica. Dimitri winning five competitions and. Mm-hmm. Five HOHs and I can win mm. every last one. I mean, basically winning them to say I can. Like we got, we literally broke records this season. Dimitri winning the five HOHs. Karen making the final two is iconic because we don't usually get older women in the mm-hmm. um, in game. Her also taking out a male for the first vote. The first, first time it ever happened in BB Canada history. It was a lot of history in this moment in this season. Kevin winning. Uh, honestly, I wasn't the biggest terrible fan. Terrible ending. Terrible. But, that but, ending alone makes me want to, after doing the list, it could be three. That's <laughs> it, because that pisses me off. Now I'm Kevin about winning it. is like, eh, but honestly, even Kevin winning is it's kind of like, I mean, kind of like he, what? he was a... Kind of like what? So we, I think we need more seasons of Big Brother Canada, <laughs> so we can actually, like, if, when next season is All-Star, it's probably going number one. Period. And all star season, a second chance, and all returning season of Big Brother Canada is automatically the best season of all time. Point blank, period. Period. Definitely. Period. Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. Because this season, even like, and the example I use, like half the cast was not playing. It's like the half that was was playing better than literally any 16 player cast we've had. So, hey. I'll take what I can get. Whether it's, it could be the first boots all coming back. I don't know. Like, Bibber Canada, I'll just take it. I'll take whatever it is. I'll take it. Yeah, I better get out there. I don't know how much. I don't know how much. I, I, I don't care if you got to pay. If, we have, if you need your fans, if you need to start a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. I don't care you if you need it. to give Ica's Arissa salary, bitch. Give her the money and put her on All Stars. Period. Y'all can y'all can literally put nobody in the house but Ica, and I will watch. Literally. I don't need the All Stars. I need Ica. Stars. Ica Stars. BB Can 11. Ica. That's the twist. Period. That's What's the twist, twist Ica? 
Love it. Love it. So I this is what I can tell y'all. One, it better be fucking all stars. It better be all stars. If it's not all stars, it better be second chances. And, and if it's not either, second chances, I can better, I can better be on it. Like you got three that options. Simple. You have three options. If you well, actually, I can better be on all three options. I can but if you I can't give me the first two. The first two are options. I can is a requirement. That's a requirement. <laughs> and if y'all don't have that, then you can keep it. Why is it coming out of the letter season? If if season eleven is newbies. Y'all can have it. Oh, the shoes? The shoes that you gave me? Here. <laughs> like y'all can y'all can have we it. We don't want I it. We don't God. want it. We if don't respectfully. It, you... Respectfully, Arissa. We don't want it. If, if, if you drop the cast. We can't and we won't. Big Brother Canada, Big Brother Canada producers. Arissa, if you drop the cast, what is the accent? If you drop <laughs> the cast, and I can and I is not on it. Give it back. Undrop the cast. <laughs> if you a mama, don't give a damn. And you ain't got your baby. No baby. Do you know mama? I cause the baby. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, I just don't know what to tell y'all. Um, make sure y'all comment what you would rank the Big Brother Canada seasons. Comment yes or no if you think this next season is gonna be all stars. The answer is yes. Um, <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Make sure you give this a big thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to us if you haven't yet, because we will be covering the entirety of Big Brother Canada 11, whether it's All Stars or not. Unfortunately, <laughs> hopefully it is. Um, so stay tuned or whatever, and also stay tuned for our next off season podcast next Tuesday. We will be posting, and like I said, it's going to be every Tuesday where we'll be posting Big Brother Canada recaps, Big Brother Canada 11 recaps every Tuesday. Bitch, be there or be square. I know that's the fuck right. Period. Yeah. Yeah. We out.